Okay, ladies and gentlemen, hey, it's May Day, May Day, <laughs> May 1st, all right, and what a perfect time to have Jennifer Belcastro, okay, from the Summerlin office, honestly, Jennifer, please hit star six on your phone so we can hear you, please, star six. Hi. There you are. Jennifer, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm fabulous. It's Monday. Let's go, guys. I know. Let's go, right? Welcome yeah. to Monday. All right. So tell us a little about yourself, how long you've been doing this, all that good stuff, please. My name is Jennifer Belcastro. I come from the entertainment uh, casino industry, and I've been doing real estate about um, going on three years now in um, June. So let's say about three years. Um, so I've been in the hospitality industry um, all my life. And um, I transitioned into real estate um, during COVID, not because we were in COVID. I had a client say to me that I would be a good person to advocate for him to uh, sell him a home just based on um, my aggressiveness in the casino world. Uh, because in the line of work that I did, you had to do a lot of negotiations on different things such as table limits and discounts and, and so forth and put together casino events. And so he trusted in me. And so um, I went to get my license um, right before COVID. And so here I am and I still uh, consult on the side for some casinos, but my main uh, line of work is real estate and I love it. And so that's how I gotten to the business awesome yeah and you've come out of the gates pretty hot you had some really good years last year geez i can't remember what number did you last year you finished up there what was your what number did you finish in all of nevada um i finished number seven and number I seven did, that's right. yeah and i did 19 million 899 in business <laughs> so 20 and, we'll round you up <laughs> yeah um if I got a little push, I would have got the 20, but that's okay. Um, so yeah, I'm super, I'm super motivated, super driven. I like to help other people because we're all in this together. And um, I'm super excited where the next half of this year is going. The market is hot. We have um, not a lot of inventory. I think that we shouldn't let the interest rates scare us. I know that, um, you know, where the feds and everything are going to be talking on May 3rd and May 10th, and rates might go up slightly a little bit, but they are, you know, I'm not, I can't say for certain, but they are talking about, um, you know, rates going down in the summer and towards the end of the year, and I still think it's a great time to buy. My story one is, I like to share this because it puts everybody into reality. I'm sorry, my computer is just going off over here. Um I uh, I sold my house in, I think, 18 or 19. I lived in a really nice home, and I actually did sell it for less than what I bought it for, but I lived in it so long that I had equity in it. But um, even back then, you're not back to those prices in 18 and 19, and even in 20 when we were in COVID. Uh, COVID was pretty hot. COVID, you couldn't get right. a house. You were doing multiple offers, and, and then – and that was really a high price. So we're not even at that. So we're so if you really think about it, where we are today, let's just pretend like we're in the in, in year 21 versus even 22. We are still in the strong market. So 
I feel it's our job to educate if you're trying to get a listing to the sellers. Um, I don't think people are spoiled, but I think they're so used to hearing about these high prices that they were able to get, we could still leverage that um, also by, you know, two-to-one buy-downs if they sell their house for a little bit higher and offer some closing costs because they can net more when you sell your house higher. But I don't even know if you need to do that anymore because the market's hot. There's, we're busy. I mean, every every title company I'm talking to, they're they're closing some deals. I mean, there's just not a lot out there. Right. Yeah. And and, and you see this. You said the key things there. Um, educate them as to what's going on right now, and you know that's the key. You got to educate them to what's going on right now. And you know, a little. I would say a little opinion is good, but a lot of facts is better based on. Um, you know, the issue, like you said, the, the the market is is pretty hot right now. Look, look at everybody has to get over this, okay? And this is just some. I've been doing this for thirty nine years. Got my license at twelve. No, I'm kidding. I've been doing this for thirty nine years, and I, and and I know. Here's what I know: uh, April of 2020 to pretty much the end of 2021 was an 18 to 20 month fantasy run that I've never seen before. Now I've seen. A couple of markets that were close, you know, 2003, four, five, and they were pretty hot, but there was a lot more inventory on the market. There was a lot more going on to create. That, that market was almost manufactured by loan programs and a, little, a bunch of fraud and all kinds. Of, this one, mostly arm's length. Of course, there's some investors, but the inventory continues to shrink because we're not putting new properties like new construction and other things on the market at anywhere near the pace the last 15 years as any other time in history. So we're getting to a supply and demand issue, and that's going to continue. So as long as you're out there doing the activities, and I know, Jennifer, you came out of the gates hot. You have a really good – I mean, you know a lot of people. You're from here. So I know that you've, uh, you work your sphere mostly to do your business, right? Yes, and – you know, for people that are out there that, you know, even if you're new to Las Vegas or you don't feel like you have a sphere, you can build a sphere. Um, you mm-hmm. can go to your local restaurants, your coffee shop, join, join clubs, book club or uh, pickleball or at your local gym or whatever just to get to know people and not necessarily just go, oh, I do real estate. You become friendly with them, learn about them. And then the next thing you know, like you tell them what you do and they're like, they might ask about the real estate market and maybe you ask them to go play pickleball or you say, hey, you know, would you like to get together outside the gym or whatever? I mean, the main thing that I've learned um, is, because I'm very aggressive, is not to always just like right go out them and go, well, do you, do you want me to sell your home or do you have a house to sell? Like, it's really nice to like um, get to know somebody and maybe call them up and talk about their kids or, or what have you because um, let's face it. All of us, if we're honest, like sometimes you're talking to someone and you really don't even know what to talk about. So you're like, okay, so so how's real estate? They're going to ask you. They're going to ask you. You don't need to ask them. And so um, I, I deal with a lot of referral business, and I had um, I like to just share this quick story. I, I, sure. I got a referral about two weeks ago to go take someone to look at a place, and it has to be it has to do with an athlete. And I took the mom out and, you know, the mom, you know, obviously he has mama bear going on, you know, and she, you know, she got to know me and she liked me. And then her son came and then I asked the son, can I have, you know, your, your phone number? And she said, well, don't blow up his phone. And I, and I never called him once. 
And the next thing you know, right now, we're um, writing a contract. And I'm friends with now the dad that's a predominant um, athlete and, like, superstar. And he said, you know, Jen, if we get this deal, I'm going to send you lots of deals. So this all happened in two weeks. But the one thing I did not do is after I showed her a couple places, I did not call her the next day. She probably expected me or anybody else to think, oh, we need a follow-up. Yes, you need a follow-up, but it all depends on the client. You know, you can't right. be aggressive, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and, and just be on top of these people. And I feel that I've learned a lot in the last couple of years because I am so aggressive how to handle each individual. And this is a success now that I'm going to build more for myself with these people. Um, I'm always there to help everybody. And um, I can tell you, I'll be doing a different approach for the rest of this year. Um, you know, I, 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 I would like to say that I'm going to do the number I did last year. It's not a matter of me. Uh, I'm not a one-done kind of um, – I, um, you know, I'm not bragging, but ever, you know, since I was young, whatever job that I did in sales, I was always a top producer um, because I'm driven. But this year I was mm-hmm. trying to do the more organizing, learning the VAC, uh, you know, doing things like that. But that we still have seven months of this year, and I feel like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be more successful and – I'm gonna. I'm going after a little bit of a different market, um, and also February, January, February was tough. Like, I sold a really good house in January, but then I had some listings that February struggled a lot. That month February was tough. But I just want to let everyone know right now. Like, if I mean, I I would love to learn from everyone that's listening on this phone. If everyone could like reach out from, to Rick to get my number, I would love to like maybe once a month have a call with you guys because I can help. You guys, you could help me. Um, I'm always one to listen to other people, um, but I have some really good things. I always do handwritten notes. Um, you know, you just have to just mm. be personal with people. So that's, that's just my thought. And the goal for the rest of my mm-hmm. year is to um, farm just a couple areas and in a different style and a different manner, um, and that's what I'm going to do. So. Cool. Yeah, I mean, the key is, uh, you know, when you got started, you tried a little bit of everything and you figured with your contacts and people you know and so forth, and you've been able to multiply because you do an incredible job with your customer service, you stay in touch with people and they're going to call you back and they're going to tell their friends and so forth. And I do think what you said is critical. You have to, you know, like I'm a telephone person, right? But if someone tells me, oh, no, just text me, I'll text them. But a lot of times when people say that during a real estate transaction, then they call you. So if they violate their own rule, I just start calling them. Because I think in real estate, you call, the human voice is way more assuring, it's more comforting than just text. But if they want me to text, I'm going to start. So I listen until they give me reason. Because, you know, it's like your doctor. Your doctor's not going to text you. They call you, unless they're confirming an appointment. Right? You have an issue, they call you, they go over it. Right? So I think you have to really read your people, and I think it's important to listen to them, right? For sure, for sure. And, you know, um, one of the other things, too, I want to point out to everybody um, that I've learned, um, you know, we all have lenders and title people that come after us. And so you have to know your client. Not every lender is for every person. We all love, you know, someone from this company and that company and this person and that person. But um, 
personality types do play a role in who you're who you're dealing with or um, maybe if they have really good credit or they have a lot of rental properties and you need someone that knows how to leverage uh, th that they have so many properties and, and, and they need to get a special rate. I mean, there really are. I mean, you need to have more than one lender in your pocket, more than one everybody in your pocket because what if you don't get a deal because the lender or whatever that you set them up with and they go, well, you know, and I hate to say it that way, but it's true. You need to have more than one. We all have our favorites. We could talk to the, the people and, and, and tell them about our client, but I think it's really important to have more than one person in your pocket. Mm, definitely. Okay, cool. All right, good. All right, so, you know, I, I, um, I, I like to ask this question because I, I love to hear what, what agents like yourself have to say. You know, if I want to be a success in this business, what would be the – and you've already given them a bunch of tidbits, but what would be the top three things you tell them to focus on? Um, definitely um, network your sphere. If you don't have a sphere, like I said, create your sphere. Um, mm -hmm. I would say uh, follow up um, and not talk about real estate. When you follow up, talk about their mm -hmm. family. Um, I would say be creative. Um, if you're going to farm – if you're going to door knock, if you're going to cold call, however you're going to do it, be creative. Like if you're calling a FISBO, like I gave this in one of your classes, um, do your research. Look the person up um, on Facebook. Google them. Know about your FISBO that you're calling. Um, know the person. Um, that way when you're speaking to them, you might not use the exact script, but you're going to use the script that you're given and then you're going to alter a little bit based on what you know about the person. So that way you feel that you know the person. Um, one thing that I'm going to do, like, I'd like to share with you guys is that, like, I'm going to go after a neighborhood that I've never sold before, right? So how do I do that and be successful with that? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to compartmentalize that I work for this great company, Berkshire Hathaway, and I'm going to say, hi, my name is Jennifer Belcastro. Um, I don't know if you've noticed that, um, you know, Berkshire Hathaway – uh, has sold several properties in your neighborhood, and I'm a part of this great, fabulous team. I was a top producer last year, and, you know, I'm not trying to sell your home, but I'd like to know more about your family and your neighbors, and, you know, maybe I'd like to take you out for lunch or, you know, come by and just, you know, know more about you, and maybe we can, you know, if your neighbors or anyone need anything, I'd like to bring something of value to you, just from Berkshire Hathaway, just because we're all in your neighborhood, and, you know, not not really say I want to sell your house or are you looking to sell, just Stop, sell them first and let them know that like I'm a company person and that I'm there with Berkshire Hathaway. And then if they like me, they're going to probably start talking to me about Why you? Yeah. That, I yeah. think that sometimes different approaches you have to look at. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good. All right. So, um, all right. How about, so uh, I, I think networking and doing your sphere and calling around, you're listening to sales, especially in your farm. It sounds like would that would that would that be like a farming example? Yes. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. All right. So that's that's number one. What would be number two? Give us another one, please. Um. Well. Okay. Well, I said working the sphere. That was one. So two mm -hmm. would be the farming. Um. Three. Yep. Um. Well, getting going, like all the people that you sold homes to, I would mm -hmm. reach out to them to see if they have any friends or family that, you know, are looking, but I wouldn't start the conversation with that. I would ask them how they love their new home. Um, 
I would maybe do some get-togethers maybe a couple times a year um, for either past clients or new clients, mm-hmm. um, you know, like coffee talk or like somewhere like at Lola's Cafe or something like that, um, just mm-hmm. some kind of, you know, thanking them for your client, and they might bring somebody with them. Right. So, so something like so about asking for referrals, asking for referrals after well, you've well, done a, a stellar job. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But see, I'm trying to like not be like, oh hi, so like, um, hey Rick, so I sold your house a year ago. So how you like it? It was great. Okay, do you have a referral for me? Like, I want to soft into it. Like, do you like your home? It's great. Well, how does your neighbors? Well, you know, I'd love to get a referral from you. Hey, you know what? Why don't we Why don't we get together? Why don't we just get a quaint group together of some of your friends that you think might be looking to sell or might be interested in moving from another state? And let's get let's let's get together and like make you know a small group of 12 and let's go to cafe lola's and bring some of your friends something like that right right so yeah you want you want to keep it more social and 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 friendly and so forth and then by doing that and and, and i think it's great i i've i've coached a lot of agents who keep it more like that i know you know there's all people do pop buys they do all kinds of things like that to keep it like that i think it's great and ultimately they're going to ask you about Real estate. I used to say things like, "I was driving through your neighborhood. I haven't talked to you in a while," you know, or, "Hey, I saw your friend, your son on on Facebook or Instagram, you know, with a soccer team or whatever. Happy anniversary if they're getting, you know, the 25th wedding in or whatever. Whatever. There's all kinds of reasons and, and excuses to call them, right? Or talk to them or oh, stop by. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I actually left that part out. Yeah. So that that you know how I kept saying not to talk about real estate. That's kind of what I was mm-hmm. insinuating. So like. I would call you, hey, Rick, you know, so, oh, my gosh, so I saw that you were, you, you were in Cabo. That's so awesome. I know someone else that was in Cabo, too, or, or whatever. Or, yeah, like, I was driving by your neighborhood, and I was thinking about you. You know, I haven't heard from you in a minute. How, how's it going in the, in the new house? Or I ran into a friend. I can't remember the name, who it was, but they were saying you were doing so great, but the friend really wasn't the friend. <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Yes, I understand. So you just don't go in and just, you know, you, you, you want to be about them. Um, right. So, yeah, I mean, sure. I, I don't know. I think that everybody has their way. Like, I'm not a door knocker. So, like, I, I you know, everyone is successful in their way. But if you are a door knocker, um, just bring us something of value for them. Like that buyer's guide in the middle of the buyer's guide, they have all those resources. Like, you can tell them, like, well, we're not looking to move yet. But, you know, we have to fix some things in here. Great. Well, here, we're going to give this to you. You know, um, if you need anything, here's some comps on the back of the last house sold. And, if you're ever interested, and then follow up with a note and maybe continue to follow up with them just depending on the conversation. But, you know, that's – I don't door knock, but that's the strategy that I would use. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, good. Good, good, good. Yeah, and, and like you said earlier, um, you know, even with what's going on with mortgages, interest rates, and, oh, my God, this new Fannie Mae law coming out today, oh. <laughs> right? There's still all kinds of uh, uh, business out there for all of us. There is. And, you know, the thing is, is um, I think one thing is educating people about getting with a lender before they go out looking at houses is really important, too. Um, and so, so that helps you get them with your lender that you want, um, even if they don't pull credit right away. But at least it starts that relationship where they're going to want to call you because you've got them with your lender, you know, your lender of choice, you know, or if you have two. Um, mm-hmm. And that kind of helps you, and it makes you look like you care because a lot of people just go out there and love, they start looking at house, and they go, "Okay, I want to buy this house." Well, do they even know what they qualify for? 
So right, absolutely. All right, cool. All right, awesome. All right, so what do you, um so what is like what is your goal for the rest of this year? How much would you like to do between now and the end of the year? And I know you look at it a little differently, so I think it may be advantageous for them to hear that. Oh God, you're putting the pressure on me. Well, um. I'm going into a different approach. Uh, so if I can do maybe another, maybe 12 million this, the rest of the year, it's going to be, it's going to probably be a little bit less than what I did last year. Um, just a little bit less, but it's, I'm not real. I'm, what I'm doing is I'm trying to change how I do things with my marketing and how I'm going after different clients. And some of those might not close as quick. Um, I'm, I'm don't want to come out and say what I'm doing, but I'm going to be starting, I'm going to be talking to Troy and, and so forth about starting something else, um, with the company, um, with, uh, just let's just say that will benefit, um, the whole company and, um, with all the stuff that's happening in Vegas. So I'm, I'm trying to, um, make my future business better by, uh, coming up with ideas, uh, to grow my business for the future. So this might be like a, a middle year, but I'm still going to do right. all of that. Right. And, 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 yeah, and I just saw this morning that Vegas is the number two, I don't know what magazine or what, what, what person came up with this, but the number two destination for people moving to right now, which is pretty good. We've always been like in the top ten and in the top five, but as of this morning we were in number two for destinations. And if you think about it, it makes perfect sense because of our, price of housing, cost of living, taxes, and so forth, it's a great place uh, to live. Yeah, I, I was going to post that today, but I had too much fun yesterday at Red Rock with my son's birthday. <laughs> uh, so, good for you. Uh, yeah, well, it's actually tomorrow, but yeah, we rented a cabana at Red Rock. Yeah, that is true. But, you know, we're, you know I come from the casino industry. I've always said we're the number one entertainment destination in, in the world, and we're only becoming bigger. So that's something that I'm trying to do. Rick, I'll share with you, um, you know, off the – the record, what I want to do. In the entertainment business. Yeah. No, it's great. Yeah. So, so yeah. that's what I'm working on. So like once I, if I can get this, what I, what I'm thinking off the ground, that's going to take time away from selling homes. It's only going to make everybody um, and myself better for the next year. But, um, but I'm going to continue. Are you saying that, uh, are you saying that you'll be working with all of Mark Wahlberg's friends that are moving here from Hollywood? Is that what you're saying? After my I'm just kidding. Son, I'm kidding. Hey, you don't have to answer son, that. I'm joking. Okay. After my son cut his finger at his house, I better. I'm just kidding. Um, uh, uh, so, yeah, no, it, it's something like that. You know what I mean? So it's exciting. Yeah. I'm so, no, I got you. I'm so happy to be a part of this company. And, Rick, if, if it wasn't for you, you just keep me going all the time. You're so awesome. Everyone well, that works you. with Rick has got to love Rick. So, um but you know, um, <laughs> that's you. I'm kind of being vague about my goal for the rest of the year because I have like yeah, bigger okay. things. I'm a visionary, um, and so if I could do this all over again, I would have started this at the very beginning because I do have some great connections. And uh, but I like to be have other people be a part of it too. I like to share. I'm not greedy. So if anybody wants ideas or if they want, you know, like I said, collaborate. Love to do that. I'm a team player. And just here just to work and just be a part of this great company. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. And yeah, and you know, you have your, like I was saying, like I was saying, you have your, your, your own unique way of doing it, but with your contacts. And like you said, everybody can build 
And I have, I just, you know, I talk about it in success series all the time. There's ways to build your sphere. And, you know, it's, uh, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's fun doing it. You know, if you're from here and you already have a sphere, great. It doesn't really matter. You can build one or you can, but you're always going to be using the other lead sources to build your sphere. And I love it when you hear guys like Mark Wahlberg. I, I don't know, but I'm on his Facebook feed or Instagram feed now, and I see him all over the city, just walks into uh, Albertsons and does like a little cameo there with his tequila. And, you know, he's pumping Las Vegas, calling it the new Hollywood, which is great. And, uh, you know, we got the baseball team moving here. We already have hockey. This team, when, since I've moved here, it's gone from a mostly casino, I used to jokingly call it the fake city, to a real city because we've got all kinds of stuff going on. It's going to continue. So I would also recommend if you're dealing with people, you know, and I know, and I know you do this, Jennifer, too. If, you, if you're dealing with people that live here, nothing wrong with picking up a condo or a single family as an additional amount to your retirement fund or two because they'll definitely uh, pay you off in the long run. It's a great place to own real estate right now, too, because, uh, you know, um, the valley's only going to get so big, and then we're going to r- bump into the mountains on every side, and we'll have no room, more room to grow. <laughs> no, so keep doing no, that, too. All right, Jennifer, go ahead. Any final words you want to leave these lovely people? Um, just think outside the box. Work a sphere. If you don't have your sphere, just network 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 i'm telling you that's the number one thing i mean there's all different ways that we're taught how to do things and you have to do what works best for you but talking to people is the best way so if it's on the phone if you're not wanting to be on the phone go out and meet people sit at a restaurant sit at a bar if you don't drink drink soda and pretend like it's drink whatever you want to do just sit and meet people like that that because people get to know you and then when they know you they're going to want to call you right exactly right love it All right, Jennifer, I just want to say thank you very much for taking your time out today. I'm sure everybody got something out of this, and we'll be running this everywhere and, uh, you know, all the social media and so forth, too. So hopefully you get a few referrals out of it, too. All right, thank you for your time today. Really appreciate it. All right, thanks. Bye, Rick. Thank you. All right, we'll talk soon. Thanks, Jen. Bye, everybody. We'll do this again in a week. 